Hi, everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Good day. <laughs> uh, all right. So this week we watched episode uh, season three, episode twelve, which was. And it hold is, on, hold on, hold on. I think you know called, what I'm looking for. Is it helpless? Isn't it called helpless? Oh my god. Yes. We're gonna get copyrighted. We are not. I don't think. Yeah, not enough people listen to our podcast. For that. <laughs> It's called um, Helpless. Okay, so it's season three, episode 12, Helpless. Buffy gets poisoned by Giles and loses her powers. Which sounds like That's fan fiction. That's the this episode. It really does. But this I, is one of my favorite episodes. Why is it one of your favorites? I love this episode. because Explain to me why. Well, because um, I think it's really interesting and it like it it starts off kind of like um kind of a rift between Buffy and Giles not like it's not going to like I'm not saying that they're going to like you know but their relationship isn't perfect and okay. I like that I like that like Giles messed up in this episode pretty heavily yeah he did he did um, yeah yeah he did you know why cuz he poisoned a child yeah that's how. And I'm I'm confused as to who the hell the council is. Yeah, the council is the it's the watchers council. Yeah, but they, like yeah, they like they're a bunch of stodgy old men who dispense watchers and train them and stuff and like decide what's best for the slayer without ever meeting her. Okay, that's preposterous. Yep, it is, isn't it? Because I was, I was trying to think, like, what on earth would make Giles act this way? Right. Right? Like, why would he... I mean, it's tradition, I guess. Maybe it's just one of those things that it's like, well, that's the way it is, and mm-hmm. you can't really do anything about it. Um, so I guess that's it, but the whole time I was just like, the Gi- like, the Giles that we know wouldn't pull shit like this and Mm -hmm. but he does big time he pulls Um, some shit i mean i guess he's just like what doing his job he was just following orders my favorite excuse yeah so yeah he yeah he hypnotizes buffy and he injects her with this like pee looking uh, liquid. Yeah, it's a combination and of what did he say? Adrenal suppressants and muscle, muscle relaxants. relaxants. Yeah, and so he poisons her and then she loses all of her powers. And while she doesn't have her powers, he's still like sending her on patrol and stuff. And I, the point of this is to like make sure that the Slayer can fend for herself. Like, has a, yeah, like has a brain too, right. I guess. It's just. Because, I mean, obviously, like, if you have super strength and you heal really quickly, then you can do, you know, anything. But I guess it's, like, to make sure that she's... He explained it a little bit. The, uh... Oh, I don't remember his name. Quentin? Quentin Travers. Tarantino. Um, oh, my gosh. So, he... Sidebar. He... I found out that my professor, um, one of the Nazis in Inglorious Bastards, was named after my professor. Uh, because my professor has panned... Quentin Tarantino movies in the past has panned them like like written bad reviews 
Oh, of some of his movies in the past. Funny. And Quentin Tarantino does not like him very much. And so one of the <laughs> Nazis in Inglorious Bastards has his last name. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, I learned that today. What were you talking about? What, today? Mm-hmm. Uh, he you did an AMA. Today? And I was reading through. Oh, okay, okay. I was reading through his AMA. Oh. It's Saturday. That's why I was confused when she said she had class today. Um, okay, so, oh yeah, the guy, the Quentin guy, he explains a little bit about it, and he says, like, we need to make sure that Slayers have creativity and ingenuity. There has got to be a better way. There's just got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah, no, well, this test is just unbelievable. They, they brick up all the exits to the house, and then they're going to trap her in there with... A guy who is arguably... It's our our friend Dexter from Dexter! That's him? Yeah. I was wondering why he was kind of hot. Um, and... Because... Which is appropriate since, um, exactly a year ago, like, a few days ago, we recorded the first episode, and who was our villain but Dexter from Dexter? I don't even remember the first episode, dude. He was the master's, like, number one man. Like, right-hand man. Okay. No, I remember. I remember And he dies. I remember now. And they liked him so much that they were like, there's got to be another guy for him to be. And there was. And this guy's, like, one of my favorite one-off villains. Yeah, no, he was, I definitely really liked him. him. Yeah, he was very creepy. The shining moment of the entire episode is whenever he uh, is, so he, like, he breaks, okay, hold on. So in this house that they're gonna, like, trap Buffy in, where she's powerless and she has to fight this vampire, Kralik, they have Kralik, like, in a straitjacket and basically locked up inside this wooden coffin. Kralik gets out and is, like, running amok in Sunnydale, Mm -hmm. what else is new? Right. And, um... And he encounters Buffy, and he's like, and she's powerless at this point. So he's like fighting with her, and she ends up getting away by take like he's grabbing her by the coat, and she takes off her coat and she runs away. Couple of scenes later, um, <laughs> Cray like he still has the coat, and he goes to Buffy's house and he lays down <laughs> on the porch. And he covers himself with the coat, and so you can't see his face, and he, like, makes some noise out there, and then Joyce is like, Buffy? Mm-hmm. And then she goes out, and she opens her front door, which is another thing that I'm, I mean, like, it's just, like, one of those classic horror tropes where right. you're like, don't open the door, don't open the door. Uh, but she does. Joyce. She thinks it's a great idea. Yeah, Joyce, the mother of the Slayer, <laughs> thinks it's a great idea to open her door in the she middle of the night. She hasn't learned yet. And No, she really hasn't. She really hasn't. Um, but she opens it and like, you know, it's Buffy's coat and she's like, Buffy? And he, he flips around and he whips the coat off his face and he goes, mother. (laughs) And it was, it's incredible. Also, hold on, I want to correct myself. I was so wrong. He is not, what's his name? But he does come back. The The reason I got confused was that I knew that he had two... Um, he has two roles in this show. Uh-huh, on the show. And one of them is in season six. Oh, uh, okay. I so was confused. I'm sorry, friends. I'm sure they'll You can put you. your angry I'm emails sure. or tweets away. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a shining moment. He was pretty creepy. He was so creepy I mean, like, and so, any, um, like, funny. Yeah, he was kind of funny. Uh, any villains 
that have that, like, that mother fixation is always weird. Norman Bates. And, yeah, right. And the th- Halloween they kind guy. Of, they kind of... Or Friday the 13th. Name? It's Friday the 13th. Jason? Uh, is Jason Friday the 13th? I don't know. I thought Jason... I haven't seen those movies yet. Or is it Mike Myers? Mike Myers is Halloween, and Jason is Friday the 13th. That's it. I think you're right. Jason, yeah, and Jason, um, his mom is the bad guy in the first movie. Spoiler. I need to watch those, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I need to watch those, because we've been talking about them in my horror film class that I'm in, and I'm very lost. We've we've talked about Buffy, though, and I'm very up to date on that. I know know exactly what they're talking about. The first Friday, the third, Uh, er, the first um, Nightmare on Elm Street is a good movie, and I only watched it because it had baby Johnny Depp. Aww. Like, like it's, I think his first film role. Don't quote me on that. I... Uh, I feel like I've heard that before, but I might have heard that from you before. Perhaps. I spread um, misinformation like the plague. Yeah, and then as you a corrected journalist. a few minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else happened in this episode? So he has this fixation on the mom. He takes he all these Polaroids kidnap, Yeah, he kidnaps like, Joyce. Yeah. Which also, where does he have the money for all that film? Yeah, there's a lot of film. And even in the, no- even in the 90s... Polaroids were not yeah. were on their way out. Yeah, I got I got um, disposable I received cameras. A Polaroid. Yeah, right. That's what I used. I had a I received a Polaroid as a gift, and I recently bought some film for it, and it's three dollars a picture, Jeez. and like for each frame. And this guy Kralik, he's just like flush with cash and That's film. So I guess. true. I didn't even think about Did that. He have that to, room like, was covered in pictures. It was covered. Also, like, did he have to, like, stop chasing Buffy for a second and be like, oh, man, I know it's really gonna freak her out. I need to get to the camera store. Hey, hey, Blair, is the camera store still open? And Blair's like, I think so. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. Those two little weird side guys, were they part of the council? Um, yeah, they were. Their names were Blair and Hodgins, or Hodgins. Hodgins. Yeah, and they're, like, the henchmen of the council or something like that. Like, they're doing all the dirty work. Yeah, no, they're both super dead. So dead. Super dead now. Oh, that's another... Well, I guess this doesn't really... I mean, um... It bothered me because, like, I guess you don't find out how much time he waits for the vampire to wake up. But they usually take a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, this one... Oh, yeah, I guess they didn't really specify. But they didn't specify, because he was like, oh, you're finally awake. That's what he says. but they kind of alluded to the fact that it had happened recently, because they cut to him, and he's like... He's excuse me. He's um he's starting to break out of uh of his little coffin thing. And um and he's like he has like one arm out that he kills the guy with. And he changes him into a vampire and then we cut back to him a few scenes later and he's like licking his fingers. Right. You know? So it's oh, kind of and true. then and then the guy wakes up and he's yeah, like, it "Oh, you're awake." It doesn't take that long or that short a no. period. Anyway, but that's that's small that's small, uh, what's it called? It's little things. That's, uh, I know what phrase chickens? you're thinking of. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Small chickens. <laughs> small. I feel like we're in the right, like, the other things that are coming Turkeys. to mind is, like, small eggs. That's small. 
It's small tomatoes. Small tomatoes. Or small potatoes. It's small potatoes. It's small potatoes. <laughs> it's small potatoes. <laughs> wow, we went from small chickens to small potatoes. Oh, we. I'm going to start saying that's small chickens. <laughs> that's a pretty good idea. Um, what else? Oh, well, what I was going to say is that uh, they kind of preluded the, uh, or foreshadowed, I suppose, um, the the fixation thing in the very, the mother fixation. In the very first scene where Angel and Buffy are, like, wrestling or something, and then, um, right. and then Angel's like, your birthday's coming up this weekend, uh, do you have any plans? And he's asking if she has a date. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, I actually do have a date. He's like tall and he loves when I call him daddy. Yeah. And Angel's like, oh, your father or whatever. Oh, yeah. And her dad bails this episode. That was Both of her silly. father figures fail her. Yeah. Yeah. You can't Huge trust bummer. men, Bumpy. You just can't. I know. Um... Yeah, I felt super bad for her about that. But also, I kind of saw it coming, because, like, when is he ever... When do you really ever come see through? Hank? Never. Yeah. Basically. You see oh, him? his name is Hank? Yeah, Hank Summers. Um, you see him, Hank like, Summers. three... Maybe twice or three times. Maybe. Damn, that is not that much. No, yeah. Uh, she, yeah, so I was really... But they kind of, like, prefaced that parental fixation thing with, like, that joke and stuff. Yeah. There were a few... Cool. Also, why is Angel still around? <laughs> <laughs> why is he like, hanging I'm out? I'm not saying that. Like everybody, everybody here knows. So, like I don't like Angel. Whatever. He's better off dead. But why is he sticking around? Because he and Buffy aren't together. Because that's a good enough reason to stick around, right? If you're together. Yeah, but they're not, and they don't even like. He gives her this beautiful monologue. Of, uh, I mean, I was rolling my eyes super hard at it, but he gives her this beautiful monologue about the first time he ever saw her and about how he yes. was, uh, like... She doesn't know that he was assigned to her. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't know, and so she finds that out this episode, which I wish they could have spent more she, time well, on she that. Doesn't, she doesn't know that he's assigned to oh, her. She true. just thinks I, that he saw her I guess before. she didn't know that, that um, yeah. the powers that be kind of... Nudged right. him in her direction. Yeah, I wonder so if she'll ever like, find that he, out. I haven't read the com. I've read some of the comics, and I've read like the most recent, but I don't know if there are any standalone episodes or whatever where um, she finds that out. Buffy but I'd love, I'd love to know what she thinks of that. In what, any the case, that's what fan fiction for is for, like yeah. a decade now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like almost uh, weird. Kind of. Yeah, I I mean I I wouldn't even say almost. I'd just say it's weird. <laughs> Let's I just feel bite the bullet on this that, one. I mean, he's already a vampire, so like if you're I doubt that like he's gonna be offended by you telling him he's weird. I feel like he already knows. Is Angel um, still alive? Is he just beep bopping around out there? I wanna find him and punch him uh, in the face. <laughs> he's a good uh, guy now, he can't wait, he can't what was hurt I saying? Me. Oh, yeah, no, what I was saying, the beautiful monologue he gives her, he's like, right. he's like, you carry your heart, like, you hold your heart out for everybody to see, all I want to do is protect it and warm it with mine, and, like, the just, like, this beautiful prose that come that comes only with being alive mm-hmm. for a few centuries. Right. And, uh, yeah, he gives her that, and she just, she hugs him. Right, that's it. She, like, lays it. on his chest. And that's it, and which, like, you know, is fine, I'm not saying, like, just because he said that to her, like, she has to fuck him or anything. But they have, 
They, like, I don't know. I just don't, if I was him, I'd be so long gone. Right. Maybe he just doesn't really have anywhere else I don't, to go. That's, I really, I really think he's just like, let's ride this one out for as long as we can. I guess, like, until she's dead. Because, I mean, I guess he comes through a couple, so maybe he's, like, maybe he's just hanging out because he knows he might be able to help soon, or... Yeah, I mean... Because, like, sometimes he, sometimes he totally, like, saves the day. Right, he, um... Was this... No. What is the point of Angel? That's what I've been asking what is for your three point? and a half seasons. <laughs> oh, Friend, lordy. Um, yeah, uh, so... There's that, um... We find out that Faith has been kind of MIA. Oh, yeah. Well, we knew that for a while. Yeah, yeah, because well, we haven't... We actually literally haven't don't... seen her, but... Yeah, did she she left after the whole Gwendolyn Post thing? Yeah, right? we haven't seen her. Yeah. Um no, Christmas. Since. Christmas is the last time we saw her. Is that not the same episode? No, it's, it's not. Like it's like one right. after. Yeah. So it's been okay. a couple of episodes. It's been like either two or three, I can't remember. Um Yeah. Including this I miss one. her. Yeah, Faith is great. Um like, Faith is great. Faith is great. Um God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. That is what that <laughs> makes me think of. Um, so that happened. I really, I the reason I really like, I didn't finish saying um, why you we, like the episode yeah, so much, but like, yeah, I just really like um, the idea that I mean, I don't like that like she was deceived, but I like the uh-huh. idea of Buffy like being confident in her abilities and like being like. Uh, like, the, the the holy water thing is just so... Yeah, that was really... Oh, yeah, in, in case you aren't re-watching this with us, um, she kills... Kralik has to take these pills, and that's another thing they don't really explain, but he has, like... They did it, like, did they? No, he, like, they, they said that he was criminally insane, and that he... So, like, I'm... I'm assuming that, like, that's what they're alluding to, the fact that he needs these pills. Mm-hmm. He he has these pills, and he has to take, like, two of them every few hours or so, or he gets, like, these really bad headaches, it seems like. He started, like, screaming and grabbing his head or whatever, and Buffy realized that he needed these pills, and so she ran downstairs to where, like, his little pill station was, and it had, like, a cup uh, next to it. She filled it with holy water. So he comes down, and he takes the pills, and then he drinks the holy water, and then he burns up from the inside out. And that was dope. And I think I think you're totally right that it's just, like, like proving both to Buffy and to the audience that like Buffy's more yeah, than just she's not and like I like her superpowers. That's part of an that's part of another reason why I like it is because she does talk about who she used to be. And we saw uh-huh. part of who she used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, she was I mean like I mean there's there's a little bit of like um there's a little bit of like you know, even if she is this like ditzy like cordelia-esque person like that doesn't take Uh away of you know what i'm saying like it doesn't take away from her worth as a person or as a as a you know as a woman but um it's also kind of implying that like just because you act like that at one point so just because you do really focus on sort of more shallow things like you know cheerleading or the way you like shopping blah blah blah, like stereotypically female things that society disregards as like lesser activities even if you are all caught up in that you can still grow into like a really strong person you know Mm -hmm. even if you aren't even if you aren't chosen by the gods to like save humanity right and it kind of i mean like i think 
I just really think that a lot of the story in this episode, this might just be me, like, because I've always, like, ever since I first watched this episode, this episode is kind of, like, it struck me. Stuck with you? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, being different from a lot of the rest of the episodes. Um, oh, I think it, it has. I think it is. has more of a message and more... I was just about to say that. I was about to say this episode has more of a point than anything that we've seen yeah, so far. Yeah, I think it has more of a... But well, it's not, not anything. But, like, okay, so beyond... Okay, so some episodes have points like um, Gingerbread. Gingerbread had the point of mob mentality is bad. Right. Don't, don't mm-hmm. like, necessarily go along with what everyone else is saying. But, like, this is more, like, deep. And I don't mean deep, like, oh, that's deep. But I mean, like, deeper as in, like, you go deeper into the, like, mythology of the show and of the character. And I think it has uh-huh. more to say about Buffy than a lot of the stuff that we've seen so far. I think it has more to say yeah. about, like, who she is and how she's grown and, like, the potential that she has. Um, right. That's, I think that's why, I, I think, I really think that's why I like it so much is because, like, it it really is such, like, a, it's kind of, like, a defining moment for her. And, I mean, Giles got fired. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I completely left that out of the plot summary. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Giles is done. And it's Giles because, done and I rings. love that. And it's because he refuses to like because um, Buffy needs him like more than as more than a washer. Yeah, watcher. Buffy needed him before he started poisoning her too. Though, yeah, so. no, that's not true. He no, he's definitely big misstep uh, in his in his screwed the pooch for sure, which I love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What, that he messes yeah, up? I really, yeah, I really, well, I liked that. I think it's also kind of even things out because, you know, uh, the the last With the angel thing. Mess up that, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, the, I mean, like, he tortured Giles and Buffy was still, like, flirting with him. Like, I would be so pissed if I was him. But now, you know, and, and obviously, like, Buffy for, or Giles forgave Buffy for that. Or did he? Is that why he did this? I mean, I think he has forgiven her, but I think he's he's um, always going to be uncomfortable with the fact that she still sees him. Yeah, for sure. So I'm sure he was like, um, I I don't know, I, I you know I, yeah, I don't you don't ever find out, but I think maybe there was a right. little bit of that, just a little bit, like maybe a tiny <laughs> yeah. bit of revenge, just a tiny bit, just a just a pinch of revenge, truly. That's what makes uh, Grandma's yeah. cookies so good. <laughs> so I definitely recipe. think that the the playing field is a little more even again, just because they both had like their immature moments. And honestly, that's kind of how the show is: is like the group, someone in the group messes something up, and then they fix it. Then somebody else messes something up, and then they fix it. Or what? I mean, they're human. They're human. And it's just well, they're not real, but <laughs> <laughs> and some of them aren't they're human. human characters. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Oz is a werewolf. Uh. That's oh, speaking Buffy's of Oz, not really Oz dragged Xander in this episode, and it was awesome, just for a brief moment. What did he say? They were getting they were getting into it over Superman. Oh yeah, because yeah, they got in a fight. He was like, and Oz, won. it's kryptonite, and Oz was like faulty metaphor, which I love that. That's how he addresses the situation goes, faulty yeah. metaphor kryptonite kills and he goes you're assuming i'm talking about the green kryptonite i'm referring to the red kryptonite which uh robs superman of his powers and he goes no it's the gold kryptonite the red one turns him in yeah. and then like it gets cut off but i'm like drag him oz that nerd <laughs> the thing 
it doesn't matter what he dragged him about. It's just the fact that he dragged Oz, him at all. Oz, my man, my main man. That's all that matters. We love Oz. Um, When's the next Oz-heavy episode? We haven't gotten one of those in forever. There Not is lacking. a huge one in season four, um, but That's I so don't far. know so far. when the next one is in season three, because I think most of it is focused on other things that... Yeah. Have yet to be shown. Um, ah, all right. Let's- um, I I would like to talk about uh, the fact that this episode was super feminist. I agree. I love this. Okay, cool, like, cool, cool. And that just I just really this is if if not in my top ten, then definitely my top like twelve episodes ever in the show. I love this episode so wow. much. I really I like do. the campier ones. I think. Yeah, that's. The one, like, uh, the ones where the, the parents get turned into teenagers. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I still think about the Praying Mantis episode all the time and stuff like that. I think about it every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> um, I, there was a, there was a, um, a bunch of Buffy meta going around, um, because last week was the, was the 20 year anniversary. Uh-huh. Um, so I read all of it, obviously. And, um, yeah, somebody was like. Somebody mentioned the Praying Mantis episode as an episode where the bad guy was, like, dumb and or inconsequential. And I was like, bite your tongue, sir. Yeah, you better watch it. (laughs) The girls from Buffy Speak are going to come at you. We're going to come at you. I was just like. We have a podcast and we are to be feared in the Buffy community. I was was very, like. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, no, not really a, yeah. not really an Oz um not really a big Oz season. But yeah. season. Wait, no, no, no. Back to the feminism. Back oh, to the feminism. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So what what makes this feminist in my eyes? Um I'll give it like a what, like an 8 or 9? Uh Yeah. I would too. I mean, I I'd, I'd say 10, but I just don't want to be wrong. And there's a great moment so, uh, between Buffy and Cordelia. Sorry. Go on. Um, well, wait, you just go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just like... Oh, when Cordelia offers to give her this a This is one of my... Just like this... It's just this simple moment, and this is one of my favorite Cordelia moments, is is just because it's, it's women looking out for women. And Buffy yeah. um, has just learned that Giles has been drugging her, and she's very upset, understandably. Um, and... Cordelia comes in the library because she's looking for books on Bosnia because I love her. <laughs> um, and um, Buffy is in very upset and she's going to walk home, but Giles is like, it's not safe out there. You can't walk home. And so um, Buffy, Cordelia has been just kind of joking and kind of, you know, uh, yeah, she's the, uh, she's the comedic relief in this scene. Right. And so, um, and so Giles says that to Buffy, and Buffy goes, I don't know you. And Cordelia is like, is her memory wiped? Which is fair. It's a fair question. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you never on the hellmouth. Uh, <laughs> but Buffy's like, Cordelia, will you please take me home? And Cordelia just like immediately is just like, of course. 
and I yeah, think she and sees... another that's actually the second Cordelia moment of the of the episode. There's um, one earlier, and Buffy's lost her powers at this point, but some dude oh, yeah. is uh, hassling Cordelia, being like, "You left me at the bronze. You made me look like an idiot in front of my posse." Which, like, who the hell says that? Which, yeah, she points uh, out. He's, right he fully. grabs Cordelia. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he like grabs Cordelia, and Buffy comes up and like starts trying to defend Cordelia, and then she realizes that she doesn't have her like normal super strength, and so Buffy gets knocked to the ground. But then Cordelia is like, "Hey!" and then starts punching him. Yes, and so it's just kind of like this moment of like Buffy came to Cordelia's rescue, and then Cordelia came to hers, and uh, so that was a really good moment. And then also just like with Buffy's character growth, it's just. Um, you know, like I said, is that they, they're addressing the fact that she has been into these, um, quote-unquote feminine activities, huge air quotes around that term, um, but that, that doesn't make her any lesser, and she was trying, and I mean, she, she does have this moment where she's like, she's like, Cordelia looked like a classical philosopher next to me, Mm -hmm. because she didn't, because she was so wrapped up in those activities, then she wasn't as strong of a person. Like, she didn't... Yeah, does that make sense? Right. Well, is that's a huge theme of the episode, is who is Buffy yeah. without her slaying. And, like... Yeah. And... Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> We're talking over each other a lot this episode. Yeah, we are. Um, Got a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, like, they're... Like, she says that she kind of discounts herself a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, about her, like, previous lifestyle. And then, and that's when Angel comes in with being like, I saw you before you were a Slayer. Like, you're not any different. Mm-hmm. And it's, sh- like, just kind of how people can have these, conf- like, conflicting, another another set of air quotes, please, <laughs> um, these conflicting personality traits where it's like, yeah, I like shopping, and also I'll kick your ass, and... um yeah, and so, like, even Angel kind of addresses it, which was nice to just, I don't know, just everybody was kind of on Team Buffy this episode. Right. I was, I was very... Which is good. Um, And I really liked, I mean, like, and, you know, if Buffy did lose her powers, I'm of the belief, and I have full faith in that character, that she would find other ways to help people. I totally agree. Because, you know, maybe she wouldn't have before she got called, but now, like... You know, even if she didn't get called, I think it's just the kind of person that she is now. Like, it's like... Yeah, it, for sure. And it's just, it's growing up, you know? It's just... And also, I mean, how could you? Like, I mean... How could you go back? How could you know How could you know what happens to some people and not, and not want to help? And I mean, that's kind of the case. That's kind of the case right now, currently, in our political climate. It's just, like, we're seeing a lot of... We're because of the way that social media is now, we can see a lot more of people's struggles. You know, like people can post about uh, like Flint. homophobic, transphobic, like racist things that happen to them, and they'll go they'll go viral, and more people hear about them and uh, things like that, and then more people feel like drawn to a cause. And it's just it's just about you got to get rid of your ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Buffy has. I was yeah. I mean, and it's like. It's just one of those things, like, I think maybe this is, maybe, I don't know, but I I don't think as many, I don't think the world would know about Flint without social media. Oh. Flint, Michigan. No. Like, in case, like, maybe some investigative reporter might go there and visit there for, like, 
a week or something and be like, yeah. the the conditions in Flint are horrifying and everyone would care for a little bit. And then everyone, yeah. but like with like people are posting like Flint has been without clean water for like 700 something oh. days or something yeah, like that. Right. It's just, and so I think, I think Buffy, like, because to rein it back in, <laughs> I think Buffy um, <laughs> would, wouldn't be able to like, it's, it's just, it just wouldn't be in her nature to go back no, to like not, not caring. Yeah, it just. I mean, how could you? Yeah, so I, um, I think that's a really interesting. That's another really interesting plot point that gets brought up. I just think there's a lot of really great layers in this episode that are like that pertain really heavily to the show, like to the show mm-hmm. as a whole. Which I, I'm just very into that. I'm very into this episode. I really loved it. <laughs> um. I don't really have much else to say about it. Um, let's think. Uh, I feel like I feel as though I've made my piece. Yes. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, <laughs> this is. I didn't take very many notes because, like I said, I really me neither really like this episode. So I was just kind of focused yeah. on watching. Um, Same. But uh, Angel, <laughs> Angel gives Buffy a book of poetry um, for her birthday, which I thought was sweet. Um, yeah, that's cute. And. Uh, because Buffy actually, you know what, I didn't even think about this. Buffy, like, throughout the show, it shows an interest in poetry. It was very... It's... How do you mean? It's later in the show. Like, when she get when she oh, goes okay. to college, she, like, really... She has... I, I'm just thinking of this one scene, but she has, like, this poetry class that she really loves. And, like, ah. she... Um, so it's just... I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I'd like to think they did. Um, but so Angel gets her this book of poetry and she's like, she's really, I mean, like, she's like in the midst of being upset about her powers. They're not there anymore or whatever. So she's not Uh like, she's not very enthusiastic and she's like, it's really sweet. Thank you. And he's like, then why were you, why did you seem more enthusiastic when you received a severed arm in a box last year? And I was like, Angel, he was way too soon. (laughs) You murdered people. Wait. Was it him? Was it, was he evil this time? Because, okay, I remember that too. And I remember being like, who, like, did he give her the severed arm? Man, am I really off my game this episode? Sorry, guys. I'm like, I'm also very tired. So I'm like, hey, hey. Um, let's see. What was the, what was the birthday episode? It was surprise. Surprise is the episode they had sex. That's her birthday. You're right. So okay, so he turns back into a demon. Yeah. Um and does he send her a severed arm or I was also kind of thinking about the uh the gauntlet that he has to get. Oh no, that, Beth, Beth. It's when they're it's when they're trying to reassemble the, judge. the bad guys. That's what it's it is. The judge. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah because so he, he goes found to that the judge's severed arm so that he wouldn't be complete. That's what it was. Because I, I remember being like, where did he get a severed arm? <laughs> You're right, guys. Oh, Guys, my 12th so apology of that. the episode. I am... Oh, goodness. Don't you worry I'm about off it. my game. No, it's okay. That's so Everybody funny, though. It. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Angel's true. Got she jokes. was way more excited. Apparently, Angel, um, in, in the show Angel, that's kind of what his nature is. 
is kind of like what, like the dry humor. Yeah. He, yeah, that's a great that's a great way I, to put it. Like I dry hate humor. His sense of humor. Dry. I hate his sense of humor. <laughs> I think he's so boring. Did you know that that actor is in the music video for White Flag by Dido? No, I didn't. Have you ever but heard the song do, White Flag and by I'm Dido? I'm better for it. <laughs> no, I've never heard the song White Flag by well, Dido. Well, it's a 90s well, actually, classic. I'm sure 2000s. I have heard it, but I don't know it. Um, I sure I certainly haven't seen the music video for it. Summer, my friend Summer texted me that she texted wow. me that he was in the music video for that song and I was like, "Thank you." She listens. <laughs> Thanks for letting me yeah, know. Yeah, she, she um, was just like, did you know? And I was like, no. You know what? I can <laughs> safely I say that I didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so overall, good episode. I a lot loved of heavy it. Very, things. Yes. It was a heavy lots episode. Of, lots of things to deal with. Giles is no more the Watcher. We will be seeing yeah. other people. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm excited about that, because mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody... I mean, like, he obviously doesn't stick around, right? Like, why... Oh, I guess I will ask. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, she's the, she's literally just staring at me blankly. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll find out about that. We'll we'll keep everybody up to date on what's happening in the show, yep. in case you're not rewatching with us. You- um, I give this episode... Uh, eight. Uh, eight. You are an yeah. asshole. I think I've done that before, but that's what I think of <laughs> yeah. every time. I say it a lot. What do you give it? A I 10? give it a nine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Which I think is the highest rated of this season. Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely up there. I sure. love this episode. And it's feminist, and All we've right. talked about that. It's feminist. Like I, yeah, I would give it a eight or a nine. Which I think I agreed with you. You said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I said I'd give it an 8 or a 9, and I would give it a 10, but I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> so. Because there's right. always right. room so, for uh, improvement. Good ratings all around. Good ratings all yeah. around. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter at Buffy score, or Buffy underscore speak. <laughs> and then our personal Twitters and our email are in the bio of that Twitter, and we want to hear the things that you have we to say. We want to hear from you. And then you. also... Uh, subscribe to our thing. Yes, uh, leave us ratings. I haven't our, checked the ratings in a while. Our thing, this thing yeah. that we're doing, this crazy little thing called love. Yeah, it certainly is. All right, and that's all, folks. There we go. Right? Um. Yep. That's it. That's it. Right, bye. That's all she wrote. <laughs> bye, friends. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yay.